0: Hey everybody, welcome to Let Freedom Reign podcast, and again, I thank you for tuning in week after week. Now, in our continued mission to grow the value of horsemanship, I'd like to present an opportunity for everybody to give back a little bit. Travis and Mariah Reynolds of Crooked Bar Ranch are having their inaugural Ranch Rodeo in Shawnee, Oklahoma on June 8th. Now, Travis left a career in law enforcement to begin his journey in ministry. It just so happens that Travis and Mariah were featured in episode 20 of Let Freedom Reign podcast. So, if you want to learn a little bit more about who they are and what they're all about, Go back a few episodes and listen in. Now the Ranch Rodeo will include four-man teams with three events. The events include cow milking, steer doctoring, and a bunkhouse scramble. The entry fee is $200 a team. And the event will include buy-in jackpots for horseback musical chairs and a five-drum barrel race after the main events. Now the infamous Chicho Nation will be the man behind the mic calling this great family event. There is no charge for spectating. And if you would like to enter this event, please contact Travis via social media at Crooked Bar Ranch on Facebook and Instagram. Currently, the event is looking for sponsors, and the sponsorships will not only help fund the rodeo, but the ministry efforts alike. The ministry focuses on the future of young adults who need an encounter with Christ in their lives. Please reach out to the folks at Crooked Bar Ranch if you would like to be a part of this amazing inaugural event. I thank you for your support of Let Freedom Reign Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Jason, your host of Let Freedom Reign, an equine industry leading podcast that talks to folks from all different walks of life who share their testimony of adversities and perseverance and how the horse has helped them through their journey. Stay tuned, we're going to have a great time. Come along for the ride. Welcome everybody to this week's episode here at Let Freedom Reign podcast. Now this week we're going to switch things up a little bit we're going to start with the first of our life enrichment series titled, A Little More Rain. Now, for those of you who regularly listen to the show, oftentimes on this show, we speak of many different perspectives in life, whether it be faith, family, hard work, or dedication. Now, in these episodes titled, A Little More Rain, our guests will begin to dig a little deeper on some of those perspectives. Hopefully, for each and every one of you, there'll be a few more takeaways, and maybe just a little different way you can look at a challenge you're facing in your life. Now, the guests in these series truly believe in giving back, developing a legacy, and helping those they stand side by side with. Now I hope you all get to enjoy everything a little more rain has to offer. I encourage your feedback on social media. You can find us on both Facebook and Instagram under Let Freedom Rain Podcast. Should you have a topic you want discussed, maybe a technique in horsemanship, or a perspective in life you just want a little further development in, do not hesitate to reach out to us. We'll try to arrange for the expert in that topic and present the valuable content to you. Now our guest in this first episode is Travis Reynolds. Travis runs the Crooked Bar Ranch ministry you just heard the commercial for. And since this episode, we've had many conversations off air. The content you are about to hear about the parallels between horsemanship and his walk with Christ have been the topic of many of those conversations. Again, we thank you all for your support of Let Freedom Reign podcast. And as always, we encourage you to share the show with a friend. I hate to keep you all waiting any longer. Here is Travis Reynolds. Travis Reynolds, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So I just wanted to uh, thank you very much for the return trip to uh, Let Freedom Reign podcast, and here we are introducing week one of our Life Enrichment series, A Little More rain, where we start to break down the many facets of the horse world, whether it be horsemanship, faith, equipment, training techniques, things of that sort, the horsemanship business. I know Crooked Bar Ranch has grown pretty fast for you. You want to give us a quick update on on where your ministry's been? Because when we last talked in episode 20, i uh, this was kind of a, a a dream and an imagination, and now it 's actually starting to come to life a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's been it's been crazy um so when we started last time we talked, you know we kind of gave you the rundown of the dream and and what we were looking to build and since then um we've actually done you know a couple of things here and there with ministry, but i mean we 're always ministering in some capacity but actual events, and now what we 're actually doing um the, which the, the biggest majority of our time dedicated to is uh june the 8th we're having our first ranch rodeo we're going to have it in shawnee oklahoma um so when this episode airs it, it, uh, entries will still actually be open so if anybody hears it, it is interested in um coming out and uh, rodeoing with us give me a shout on on uh, social media and we can get you plugged in get you a packet sent over but we want to do stuff like that to kind of uh draw the community together and it's kind of a little bit of what we'll talk about today is is kind of our mission and and you know how that looks and um, kind of the, how the fundamentals of horsemanship tie together with what we're doing. So,
0: good stuff. So the the focus of these episodes titled a little more rain, we kind of concentrate on any one given topic and and they're a little bit shorter. And the episodes are a little bit shorter in duration, but we really try to peel back some of the layers on the topics. So I know through our previous conversations we talked a lot about how horsemanship parallels your relationship with Christ. So that will be the focus of today and, and kind of the lessons that you have learned through horsemanship and and the lessons that you've learned through faith and how you how you blend the two. So if you don't mind let's get right into it and and, and get into today's show.
1: Sure. So um kind of, you know, we had talked a little bit off air about how a lot of the the fundamentals of horsemanship and when you really break down horsemanship and, and you see it for what it is. It, a lot of it really is the same as our relationship with Christ. There, there's a lot of parallels there. And I see that a lot. And I honestly believe that, that that horses are what drew me a lot closer to Christ because I learned so many lessons through uh through the saddle and, and, and working the horse. And, you know, we had talked in, in our episode previously, and, you know, I've had several discussions about, you know, when I first got into horses, I was not very teachable. I didn't, I didn't accept, uh, you know, people's opinions or, you know, Hey, you should do it this way. I got on them and it was, you know, they didn't do what I wanted. I just needed more spur or, you know, I needed longer reins so that I could reach back and, and really get to whooping on them. And, and as I progressed and I started realizing there was and I remember, uh, you know, I think we talked before about, I had been laying on my back one day after I got bucked off and I was like, something isn't working. Like something, <laughs> something here is, is not, not in the clicking, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, I think it really, you know, humbled my pride a little bit and I started having to kind of dig. And so I I went to YouTube and started finding, you know, these, these trainers. And, and I think Clinton Anderson was one of the first ones I found. And I started watching the groundwork and I was like, man, I don't want to do that though. It is so boring, you know? And to me, it was just, if you're not on their back, they're not learning anything. You know, it was worthless. And I would lunge my horse occasionally, but it was never with a purpose. There was no intent. And it's, you know, a lot of times with with Christianity we see stuff like that where people they don't want to be teachable they don't want to learn and they don't they don't want to hear truth because they think oh i you know i already know that stuff no i know that stuff or you know they don't they don't want to dig in more and find out why we do the things we do and and why you know the what the basis of our relationship with Christ is and so when i started at seeing my horsemanship improve was when i started becoming teachable and but I found one of the biggest things in horsemanship is the bond and the trust between you and your horse. And if that doesn't speak to Christianity, you know, I don't, I don't know what does. Um, so I've started developing this bond with my horse and not just every time you see me, you know, I'm going to be kicking your guts out. It's when you see me, there are good things that are going to happen I'm going to build you up and I'm going to make you feel comfortable and we're going to enjoy what we do. And, So that was kind of a big turning point and it wasn't fast. You know, it it took a lot of time and I'm sure that you've been in that same boat where you're you spend a couple of days, you know, working on something. It's like, man, I wish this would move faster. But when you start to rush, stuff starts to go downhill.
0: But so much of what you describe is is life. And if you think about it from a horse's standpoint. I mean, you could sit there and work with a horse day in and day out, right? And you don't have that relationship and you're going to get stuff done and you'll get it done at a certain level of success. Or sometimes it'll be good. Sometimes it'll be bad. And and there's no consistency. Exactly. And I truly think when you start to focus on that relationship, right? And start to pay attention to the horse's needs and start to pay attention to what the horse is telling you. And truly dive into your relationship with your horse, you know, you start to find a few more of the answers or the horse will present some more of those answers. And I think a lot of that parallels at least my journey with Christ. You know, so much of my life early on, I was trying to be in control and I was trying to force the circumstances Mm -hmm. and I was trying to dictate how the story was going to be written. And it wasn't until I really started to peel back the layers, right, and develop my relationship with Christ that a lot of the things started to fall into place. Now, I'm not going to say everything was handed to me or given to me, right? Life is always going to have work, yeah. Christian or not. But a lot of these doors started to open up, and, and it is true. Once the relationship started to develop in Christ, once the relationship started to develop in my horsemanship, the progress just started to become exponential, and the opportunity oh, yeah. started to present themselves exponentially, you know? I mean, heck, this, this conversation that we're having right here, right, is a result of that. Yeah. And relationship is a big deal on, on both ends, whether it's working with your horse or it is Christ. Yeah. And I think it just makes you see it clearer. You know, you, you lose the
1: frustration and you lose a lot of the, the, you know, the resentment that, oh, the, because I mean, you've seen it. It, it. Anybody who's been around horses has seen it. You have that guy that he doesn't want to listen to anybody or that girl and they're riding. And the first thing out of their mouth is, oh, why well, does, I just, I just need a different horse or this horse yeah. just won't do it. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's that's not that's not true. And when you step back and you bond with that horse and you have that relationship and, and the same thing with Christ, as you start to develop a relationship, you start to see that, yeah, it's very possible. It's just you aren't approaching it right. And, you know, with like with this ranch rodeo, it's it, it's not we thought it was impossible. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, we're putting it together and it's still one of these things where, you know, It depends on the day you ask us whether or not it feels like it's going to happen. But but it's just it's you you can see things a lot clearer when you know the lens to look through. You know, a photographer knows what lenses to use to capture the image that they want to capture. And and so when you see it correctly, it makes it a lot easier to see it for what it is. And it's not clouded by frustration, and anger and all these things that I think a, a lot of times people in the world um, they get so angry and frustrated and and they don't because they don't have that relationship with Christ because they don't have that trust and trust starts on a small scale you know you don't walk up to a you know a, a horse that's never seen a person before and just expect that you know you're going to get on their back no you you have to build that and it's a very you know it's a slower process but it's it's slow but it's very rewarding and as you work into that bond it gets bigger and bigger and i think it's the same with, with our relationship with God. But.
0: So you make two great points there. Uh, I think one is looking at life through the correct lens. And oftentimes, uh, early on in my walk, a challenge or an adversity or struggle would come up and the ever-popular question of God, why me would come up. Yeah. And you rack your brain about it and you think it's punishment or you think, you know, you did something wrong and it's just, it's, it's a wrong way of thinking, completely wrong way of thinking. And as my relationship has grown and I've matured a little bit in that regard, now when the challenges and the adversities start to show up, the the change in perspective or looking at it through the correct lens, right? Yeah. I oftentimes think, you know, hey, there's a lesson to be learned here. Or, you know, maybe my faith is leaked a little bit and this is a reminder that I need to start laying my faith back on Christ and and, and try not to do it myself. For sure, yeah. And the other great point that you make there is when you talk about trust, you know, I often tell people trust is so difficult to develop right and so difficult to solidify and really truly lay that great foundation with the relationships that you have in your life yet in the blink of an eye it can be swept out out from underneath you you know and now now you're literally not even back to square one I think you're in a worse place than you are before you know when you do something that that compromises somebody's trust or your trust in them
1: so it's like in Proverbs three where it talks about trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's I have to I have to remind myself of that every day because it as soon as I start to think, you know, oh, this is the way this is gonna happen, that's normally not the way it's gonna happen. And then I get frustrated. But when we trust that that God is going to take care of us, just like when our horse trusts that you know i don't know exactly how this you know what's going to happen cuz we're asking horses to do a lot of stuff that's not really natural to a horse you know when when we go out in some of these events but they trust us and when they trust us we get so much more out of them and like in our walk with god when we trust in god i feel like we get so much more because he'll take us to places that we don't necessarily feel comfortable but that's where we're needed and that's where we see an impact in a lot of things and so with horsemanship if we start to think you know oh it this is going to happen and this is the way it's going to be we have to let the horse kind of decide that because we have to move at the speed that the horse wants to be moving and and we have to make sure that the horse trusts us but as soon as we start to push that and we start to make the horse uncomfortable then like you said, that trust can go away really quick. All of a sudden it's, Hey, you know, I'm not ready for that. And and they feel pushed and then they start to close off and then we get frustrated and it just leads into this spiral, you know, and everything kind of goes downhill. And those are the days where you go on saddle and you're like, man, that ride today was awful. But yeah. when we allow the horse to kind of move in that direction and allow them to make that decision, and that's kind of how I see God treating us sometimes is, is, you know, he he's steadily encouraging us and moving us toward that, but we have to make that decision to move in the, where he's needing us.
0: Yeah, it becomes a conscious level of awareness. Yeah, right. That's, that's what the human yeah, needs that's to find it. much better
1: than I could have articulated. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so much of it is true, right? And going out and and I could tell you when I when I first started this and I'd go out and work with my horse, I would have my agenda and what I want to accomplish, and then we'd. We'd fight each other, me and the horse would fight each other until we got my goals accomplished. Now, yeah. I go out, and if all goes well, yeah, I do have an agenda. Obviously, we go out and we ride with a purpose. However, the horse dictates a lot of where things are going to go. You know, If we start to work on any given task, yet the horse is telling me there's a hole in the game somewhere else, then, hey, let's take a step back for a second, we'll go focus on that. And And when you just sit back and listen to the horse, you can still have productive days. You're going to have more productive days than you don't. But the horse yep. is going to dictate which way you go with that if if you have that level of awareness to, to listen and to understand.
1: That's true. And and that in itself, just listening, you know, ties a lot into, into our faith, too, that, man, if, if we're not listening to what God is asking us to do, just like if, if the horse isn't listening to where we need him or her, if, if, if they're not hearing us, then it becomes a fight. And, you know, it's the same with God that, you know, we're not going to get spurred, but we are definitely going to be, <laughs> you know, corrected. And there are going to be those moments where it's like, man, you look back. And I think all of us have had those moments where we look back and we're like, if I just would have done what I knew I was being asked to do, this wouldn't be the way things are.
0: You're absolutely so, correct.
1: I think that's a, a really big point is, you know, you've got to trust in in what God is, is doing for you and you build trust through spending that time and developing that it has to be a conscious thing. Trust doesn't just show up one day, you know, you have to, you have to consciously build that trust with, and that relationship with Christ. And then you're comfortable going and doing things. You're like, I don't quite know if I'm, you know, if this is what I want to be doing, but I'm going to do it because that's where I'm
0: called. Yeah, absolutely. It takes a whole different level of awareness to even get to that point, you know? Oh, yeah. So I just want people to understand whether you're a new listener to the show or maybe you're a regular listener and this concept is new to you or heck, this concept might even be a staple of your program and you're just looking to reflect and kind of peel back the layers and maybe develop it a little bit. Folks need to understand that this is a a process that forever will take work, right? It's not that all of a sudden you develop a bond with your horse and now he's going to give you all the answers in the world or the parallel in your walk with Christ, right? You're not going to have a relationship with Christ, and now everything is just going to be easy for you. There's there's good days and there's bad days, but it takes that constant work. And if you really start to focus on the process of, rather than the huge goal, you know, then you can manage it, then you can develop it, and, and then you can start to grow, right? You just take those small victories as they come, and the big picture will, will end up showing up one way or another, you know?
1: Oh yeah. And this whole thing, like you were saying, you know, the, the horsemanship is something that is, is it, you learn it over time. You know, you don't just get off of watching YouTube and all of a sudden, you know, Oh, yeah, I watched, you know, I watched three hours of Clinton Anderson. Like, I know everything there is to know about Groundwork. <laughs> man, it changes yeah. every day. And yeah. every day, that horse is a living thing. It has it has emotions and feelings, and, and it it has, you know, it might wake up and it might just not want to do stuff that day. It might, you know, there's all kinds of different things that play into it. And it's the same with, with you know, like I said, the parallels between that and your relationship with Christ is you're going to wake up some days and be like, man, I don't want to spend time in prayer like i'm i'm not i don't want to listen to worship music today or i don't want to do this and and you've got to, you've got to put yourself in a place just like we, you know, if, if if I show up, you know, we do a lot of ranch sorting stuff. And if I show up at a ranch sorting and my horse is like, I don't really want to sort cows today. I'm going to do whatever I can to try and put him in the mood to do that because that's, you know, there's stuff on the line there. And I think that's the same with, with us. We have to try, we have to put ourselves to where, you know what, I might not want to do this today, but it's the thing that needs to be done and I'm going to do it. And it's not like you said, it's not you're just going to all of a sudden be an expert in everything or you're all of a sudden, you know, hey, I accepted Jesus and now everything is going to be great. No, there's a lot of work to be put in. But this is the starting point. This is the the basis of it. And as long as you, you know, and anybody that's great at something will always tell you that it's just learning the fundamentals and being the best at the fundamentals of something.
0: Absolutely. And So I, I
1: think that's a lot of a lot of this horsemanship thing is it, these are the fundamentals and you build off of that to get to a place where you're an expert or a champion or whatever i don't think i'll ever call myself an expert in anything but but it is something that i know where to go back to and where to start from
0: i agree i agree in that regard and, you know so many people say that it's the journey right the journey that is the joy yeah and that's a great part about horsemanship and faith alike right you never mm-hmm. really have it all figured out there's always a different angle to hit it from, or there's always a different perspective, or or it's constantly changing, you know, and there's so much to this that you're right, time is the teacher. I mean, you, there's, there's no fast track, there's no shortcut. It's just a consistent investment over time. And, and with that, proficiency and expertise will start to develop.
1: It's like, you know, I think I've heard you say it once before, you know, and where you can buy a really good horse. You can buy a horse that's had, you know, years at a trainer and and is really good at something. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that horse is going to work for you. And, and, you know, you've got to, you have to make that investment. And if you don't make that investment, then you're going to constantly be disappointed. And and when you try to fast track stuff, it leads to so much frustration because that's what I did. You know, and and I I was very blessed because I, I got a horse that, you know he was broken he he but he didn't have a job and so when we started taking him places and hauling him and getting him around cattle all of a sudden it's like we got to build together into something and you know now we're we're doing pretty decent at these little jackpots and stuff and and enjoying it and it's not you know we leave the arena now most of the time a whole lot happier than we walked in because uh because just getting to go and build that with my horse and have that experience is fun. And I love the quote and I'm probably won't quote this right either. Cause if y'all hadn't figured it out by now, I'm bad with, with <laughs> words like that, but the people talk about, you know, um, I've spent a lot of time in the saddle and all my other time was wasted. And, and I think it's just, you know, I feel that way. A lot of times at my best times and my best times with God and are in the saddle. And that's what I feel like I was created for. And so it's just, it's, to me, I see everything is paralleling with horsemanship. And, yeah. you know, my relationship with Christ all parallels that. So, I agree.
0: I couldn't agree more. You know, that's, that's, it's all great perspective. And as we wrap things up, you know, I want to thank you very much for coming back to the show. I want to thank you very no, much anytime. for being in episode number one for our A Little More Rain series, where we start to dive into some of these life enrichment skills and topics for the ranch rodeo coming up June 8th. Obviously, the commercial plays before this episode, a lot of the information is contained there, but. For all the listeners out there, I mean, Travis is more than willing to, to answer any and all questions. You can reach out there on social media via Crooked Bar Ranch. Hopefully, we can get some teams filled and, and get some folks out to this event and support the ministry and the ministry efforts. And we definitely look forward to many more conversations in this series. And, and we thank you very much for your time this morning.
1: Hey, no problem. It was an honor to be
0: here. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you later, Travis. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of Let Freedom Reign podcast. Again, you can find us on social media under Let Freedom Rain Podcast. If you want to support the growth of this podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash Let Freedom Rain Podcast. Again, we thank you, and we'll see you on the next one.